Guys, today's episode is sponsored by Fidus Information Security. Harry. Adam. Did you know something that the number of cyber criminals out there is actually on the rise? It's outrageous. And you've, you've obviously heard about GDPR. 100%. You know what the fine is if you get caught with your pants down relating to GDPR? I heard it's a firm slap on the wrist. It's up to 20 million euros. And right now, a very real possibility, unless companies like ours aren't protecting their data. And thing is, these threats, they're not going anywhere. So right now, you're probably thinking a 20 million euro fine would make a dent in the bank balance. Is that right? Just a smidge. Just I a mean, smidge. It means I can't have lunch. A smidge of a day. What if I said to you, we can help, all you need is some penetration testing. Where would your head go? <laughs> I actually don't want to know. Do not tell me where the head goes. But right now, that's what I want to tell the listeners about. Fidus Information Security are offering penetration testing for your business. So what that means is they evaluate your cyber security measures from top to bottom looking at all the ways that like hackers, rogue employees, and software failures can damage your business and give you a potential risk as a business owner. Color me intrigued. What does that involve though? Okay, well, I'm glad you asked. Penetration testing involves both identifying and exploiting vulnerabilities in your business's applications, networks, mobile devices, and wireless connections to make sure that you are prepared for an attack from all angles. The consultants over at Fidus are both Tiger Scheme and Check approved, meaning there's nothing that they don't know that cyber criminals do. Now, where would I find out more information about this? So here's what you need to do. To find out more, visit SD, that's short for Startup Diary, sd.fidusinfosec.com. I'm going to spell that out, so grab a pen and paper. It's sd.fidus. I-N-F-O-S-E-C dot com to find out more. Hey guys, Adam here. This episode of the Startup Diary podcast is a little bit different. What you're about to hear is a presentation that I gave to around 530 people within the industry that I work in. The goal was very simple. I was asked to go and communicate the view from the trade. So I work in the construction industry. We have brands that make tools and products. We have merchants that sell those products. Think Wix's, Screwfix, B&Q. We have trades professionals that buy those products. The problem right now is that the independent merchants, the ones that have one shop, three shops, five shops, not the ones that have 100, 200, 300 shops, the independents right now are in a tight spot. What they need to do is start respecting the platforms that their current customers are engaging on, be relevant on those platforms, or they will go out of business. If you feel like you're working in a company that needs to hear this message, send it to your sales director, your CEO, your marketing director, whoever needs to hear it, because worst case scenario is no action takes place. They go out of business in seven years time and you look back and say, I tried to help. Guys, enjoy this. I would love to hear your feedback. This is the first time I presented to over 80 people in one go. So good, bad, indifferent, let me know what you think about it. And I hope you take something away and apply it to your business. Speak to you soon. Enjoy. Most of our industry meetings and events focus on the important relationship between the merchant and the supplier. But in the supply chain, there are other equally important relationships. And not least among them is the one with the customer, our customer, the person buying the product and using it. So to give us the view from the trade, Please welcome to the stage from Expert Trades, Adam Callow. 
on fantastic firstly thanks for having me here today i just wanted to flick onto this i know i've titled this a little bit bullshit but i desperately wanted your attention for the next 15 minutes i wasn't going to start with this but i will because it might hurt my ego out of curiosity and by show of hands to make sure we're not all being lazy who has no idea who i am and the company that i run just put your hands up oh that was more than i wanted that did hurt but i thought that might be the case so I will give you a little bit of context about myself. Around 2010, I worked for a manufacturer, worked for Keystone Lintels, I think they're in the room today actually, and Keylight, area sales manager, selling building products. A lot of love for you guys, you gave me a great opportunity. From there, left that to be a consultant. Worked with a number of brands with a simple remit of doing sales, marketing, and joining them all together with technology to help brands and merchants sell more stuff online. That put me in really good relationship and contact with the trade and actually started to understand it's not just a trade, it's not just a merchant, it's not just a brand that have these struggles. Everyone in the supply chain is having a difficult time communicating with the end user. So I decided to build a community of trades professionals. We're now 21 and a half thousand strong, and we help trades do a very simple thing. We help them run that professional, profitable business. Because you guys know, as a trade, 86% of these guys are sole traders, they learn to put boilers on walls, do landscaping. They don't know how to run a business. They stumble into becoming business owners. So 20% of what we do is help the trade, at 20,000 plus members. And the other 80% comes from working with some of the brands that you see on the screen and a few more. We help them create social media content, better understand their customers, and actually create content that helps them sell more products through the supply chain. So. The thing that I wanted to talk to you about today, and the reason this talk isn't the importance of Facebook, it's the importance of staying relevant to your customers. Actually, let's do this. Out of curiosity, who in the last 48 hours has opened up, and by show of hands, opened up the Facebook app, Twitter, LinkedIn, or YouTube? By show of hands, who's opened those apps? This is why I desperately don't want you to be lazy. Everyone who just raised their hands, please stand up for me, okay? And look around. I didn't say sit down, no money joking. Grab a seat. This is what fascinates me more than anything, is that, <laughs> just said the word grinder. <laughs> this is what fascinates me, is on a macro, everyone just stood up. As individuals, we use this device. We're consuming content every single day through this device. I had the partner list and the supplier list. And the thing I'm most fascinated by is we all consume content through this, yet less than 5% of the organizations in the room today are actually deploying real resources to communicate to their customers where they are currently spending all of their attention. This isn't a talk about Facebook. We get into that. This is a talk about understanding. We all know one simple thing is if you don't have the attention of your customers, you can't sell them stuff. And the trade's attention right now is here. As I said, 86% of them are sole traders. So they want to go to two different places. As tradespeople, they want to feel like they've got a belonging. So they go to one place, Facebook. Second place, good for you guys, the merchant. And this is the sort of thing that I really want to play up to. And some of the guys in the room right now, I can see it already, are thinking, 
my customers aren't on Facebook. I was sat to a gentleman last night to the right who said, my customers don't use Facebook. They're like 45, 50 plus, they're not on Facebook. So I just want to get rid of all of these assumptions right now. Firstly, the fastest growing demo on Facebook this year is the 55 plus, okay? Your customers are on Facebook. Secondly, is everyone who's got the Facebook app today, you'd be amazed at the amount of conversations taking place on this platform. If you open up the Facebook app now, and you just do a very quick search for Builders Talk, you'll see a group. It's got over 80, just shy of 80,000 members. These are tradespeople going online every day because often their best friend on site is the radio to kill some time. And as marketers in the room that you need to get your product in front of customers to sell it to them, this is a platform we should all be paying attention to. And it's not just builders. And I ask every single person in the room, whatever product you sell, whether it's paint, whether it's electrical equipment, whether it's roof windows, whatever you sell, there's a group for it. We've got places like Gas Chat for engineers, decorators forums. Go into these groups, join the group, don't talk in them, and just listen. Every single one of your reps to the brands in the room should be joining these groups and not commenting and listening to the stuff that's going on. It's the best live market research you're ever going to get. And then just the last comment on this, just to make sure everyone's on board in terms of respecting this platform for what it needs to be used for, is yes, if you've gone and spoke to all of your customers today and they tell you, I'm not on Facebook, I don't like the platform, guess what? Those customers eventually will retire and then they will die, okay? And if you have the goal of being in business for the next 10, 15, 20 years, this is a muscle that we need to train. Attention moves. Here's a spoiler alert. I don't have a six-pack, okay? I actually weirdly have two gym subscriptions, but I don't have a six-pack. I know how to have a six-pack, but I don't do the work. What I'm asking today is to inspire one, three, five, 22 of you to actually open up the app. What I don't want you to do is take some inspiration from this, go back into the merchant on Thursday, Friday, whenever you guys are back in, look for the youngest member of your counter staff and go, Jim, come here. You're young, you need to learn Facebook, it's important. Too many brands in the room today have a Facebook account because you want to be social. This is what confuses me, is we are in, and I love, by the way, everything I'm saying today comes from a good place. I love this industry. We are in the most social industry ever, but we're not actively social on social. It's a conversation place. This thing isn't a threat. It's a channel to actually use to amplify the business. The best thing about all of this right now is I'm not asking you to redevelop what you do today. It's important. As Nick just covered off, e-commerce, online trading, all of this is coming. But right now, I just actually want you to amplify what you already do so well. And you guys know what that is. It's relationships. So the goal today is to inspire you to actually think about how you use platforms like Facebook to scale the relationships you have with your customers. I had the absolute pleasure of meeting Nick. Where is Neil? Neil from Kingsley. Because I do a lot of work, <coughs> get some water. I do a lot of work with brands and merchants. 
Well, the thing that I wanted to understand is what is actually attainable for you guys in the room today. Thank you very much. So what we decided to do is Neil has lots of trade mornings, like a lot of trade mornings, and that is adding value to his customers. Excuse me. So here's the power of Facebook. Here's some of the tactical stuff. Is he had a trade morning with 80. We know plumbers, heating engineers, 80 products. Using Facebook, and by the way, the video we made, you can make in this device. You have a recording studio in your pocket now. We made that very quickly. To give you an idea of the power of this platform, you guys are trying to work out how do I get in front of my customers. You create a post on Facebook, you click boost, and you say plumbers. You can then go one step further. If you want to try and win customers off people like PTS and Screwfix, you can say target people that shop at Screwfix. Make it within five miles of my branch. We spent 40 pounds and we had 4,000 views of that. Let's hear what Neil had to say. Morning. Getting a bit chilly now. Uh, just had another breakfast morning, really positive. AD Magna Clean this morning. Uh, strong inquiries over a couple of cleansers. Uh, a couple of filters have gone out, some more chemicals that we don't usually get rid of has gone, so really positive on that side. 4,000 people saw the site uh, or the advert, uh, resulting in 40 break and rolls before 10, another 16 sausage rolls after 10, so uh, really positive. Cheers. Absolutely love that. Every video he sent in was branded up to the hilt. It was fantastic. <laughs> so that just shows you the power of Facebook, okay? But best of all is for the brands in the room, if you have a widget and you sell a widget, is the reason the 24-year-old decorator buys the product is very different to why the 57-year-old decorator buys your product. Using Facebook, unlike print media, where you have to put all the features, all the benefits on one page, push it out and hope and pray that someone reads it. Using social media, you get all the data on the back end. You can make it contextual. So you can actually send an advert to a 27 to 26 year old decorator and talk about one thing and make it completely different for the audience that like the fact that you've been around in business for 40 years. This is the power of the platform. And I want you guys to start thinking about how you storytell as business owners in the age that we live in, which is 2018, okay? Next, we decided to try and do something a little bit different. We do some work with Monument Tools. They have a fantastic Facebook following. So we actually said, what happens if we actually take the brand and the brand does the work to drive footfall into the merchant? Because I think one of the biggest opportunities missed right now is the collaboration between the brands in the room and the merchants in the room. I mean, we've just seen Neil, he put a phone up, he hit record, and it got published. He sent it into me. There is no difference right now between doing that, hit and record, and publishing it to your own Facebook feed. Everyone seems to get hung up on creating content that's perfect. The thing that you guys win best at is your reel, okay? That's the thing that Neil did in that video. Out of all the videos that Neil sent me, it proved that you guys can put yourself on camera, create content that's relevant for your audience. So we decided to do this, and I won't spoil the results. We had some really good results off the back of it. I'll let Neil say it. 
afternoon, just had Monument Tools do their breakfast morning, did something a bit different, uh, launched it from their Facebook page as well as our own in conjunction. We, uh, every £10 that one of the customers spent with us, they received a free Monument pipe slice with their name inscribed in there saying, uh, supplied by Kingsley. So uh, something for them to keep uh, and see if we can increase the numbers. I think it worked as well, it was probably our best day ever uh, with Monument sales. Uh, 56 sausage rolls also went along with a couple of tins of Family Circle Bickies uh, and a few tins of celebration so really popular another good day uh, i'll keep you updated with the next breakfast morning cheers firstly can we just all please clap it up for neil for doing this and putting it on camera so here's the thing is i think you guys have an amazing opportunity right now i've just been told i've got two minutes i might run a little bit longer before kerry boos me off stage i'll try and be quick you guys have an opportunity to work together and create really valuable, engaging content. And that's what I want you to go away and do today. When the monument rep walks into the branch and they get all the inquiries on the day, before that rep leaves, get a video. Here's the three products that you missed out on speaking about today. Record it, publish it, target plumbers and heating engineers within five miles of your branch, and please just see what happens. But make sure that you, the people in the room today, Go and do this work. Don't ask someone else to do it. Because what will happen is you won't give it enough resource and respect because it won't get results straight away. Okay? Just want to leave you with one final thing. This keeps coming up in every conversation I'm having in this space right now. We all know Amazon. We all know that it starts off in books and moves from product category to product category to product category and disrupts that marketplace. So in the US, they did books. So they did books first, and they did books very well. So you've got national sellers of books. You've got Barnes & Noble. You've got Borders. Big companies. Barnes & Noble, in the last 15 years, has lost a billion dollars off its market cap. Borders, around for 40 years, highest employee count, around 19,500, went out of business. Independent bookstores between 2001 and 2009, closing left, right, and center. But here's what changed. Between 2009 and 2015, independent bookstores had their fastest growth ever. And this is why I come from a, a place of empathy and love for everything you guys do, is the only thing they did was play to their strengths. Three things. They curated books. The same way that you guys curate the best products and the best deals. They created a hub for their book lovers to come in. You need to play more to that. The retail space that you have, you need to make it more valuable for a trade apart from just transactional. Next thing is knowledgeable staff. They, they found people that loved books. And I spent an hour and a half with Kings's as we built their new website in 48 hours, by the way. <coughs> and the thing that I learned more than anything is your staff are amazing. But what I want you to do is start taking the knowledge of your staff, hitting record, and deploying it over social media channels so it's not just the people you deal with that know just how good you are. I called up a customer, and it's the, the, the guys with the generation that we got the photo of. I called up one of their customers and said, listen, I'm giving this talk. I need to deeply understand. Tell me, have you got 15 minutes Tell me why you shop at Kingsley. And don't hold back. 
He said, I don't need 15 minutes. It's super simple. And it's the same for every independent in this room. You actually give a shit. So my final comment is keep doing what you're doing, but start to use this device to tell more people about it. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you.